This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. Da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks, Sandero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and because it's not a supercar, it is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Matty J, joined in studio by Mr. Alam Deep Singh. How are you, Alan? I am good. Happy to be here. Join online with Mr. Scotty Doe Johnson. Howdy, howdy. And it says Robin Harley, but just Harley currently. Harley, how you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, that's, that's good to hear. Uh, your dad will be joining us very, very shortly. He's, he's a busy man. He's, he's putting out fire, fire, uh, fires in LTDs and, and sending all sorts of things. So that, that's that's probably why, why he hasn't come here yet. But He's putting, uh, he's putting out sportsmen's at the moment. Putting out sportsmen's. Sportsmen, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys buy one? A sauce pen. The, the, the dinner. Oh, oh the sauce <laughs> pen. I think it's a sportsman. I'm like, yeah. oh, that, that would uh, be funny. Okay, <laughs> um, We'll start with you. Scotty Doe, how are you, man? Updates with you. What's happening in your world, my friend? Okay, updates with me. Um, getting better from last week. Just keep getting sick from these little kiddos, I think. Updates. The suspension stuff has arrived. Yeah. Uh, I haven't opened the box yet, so I haven't had a look. I'll be checking out Friday. Um, and my magazines from Japan has arrived too. Oh, that's sick. That's so cool. <clears throat> So they actually came really, really fast. Was that like Express? Was that just, just how they sent it to you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just airmail, super fast. There you go. Didn't need a container because it was just magazines, so it was magazine, cheap by so anyway. Just yep. pop, pop them in a slip and off you go. But supposedly the box is pretty heavy, so they must be rather thick, thick yeah, boys. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, as, as you showed with your with your Nissan Skyline ones, like they were, they were quite nice. So, and 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 quite quite thick. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, your your new magazines. Yeah, so I'll check those out on uh, Friday because I've got to swing past. Um, I'm heading over in that direction near Mum and Dad, so I'll swing by and open up those boxes and have a look and take a few snapshots and take them with me, and um, I can talk about them in a little bit more detail. What's going on in the next week's show? Hell yeah, Alan Deep Singh. I really don't have very many car updates. Everything's just going along as it should. What's happening with this Volvo purchase? Oh, I'm still salty about it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep being salty about it for a little while and then maybe just bite the bullet. Because in the meantime, again, I researched the rest of the market. Nothing else really is fitting that range. Like the Tesla Model Y, if you want the performance model, you're reaching that 100 grand point, basically. Mm. So, you know, and you want the performance because... Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the point about having an electric car if it's not fast? Yes. Yeah. So um yeah. I'm I'm still you know, just thinking it over. I have thought about in the Suzuki putting one of those uh, really, really cheap Chineseium um head units. Mm-hmm. So obviously if you buy the a standard double din unit, you get the fascia adapter and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all well and good. But if you decide to go with something a little more AliExpress, let's just say, um <laughs> You basically end up getting like a 10 inch or you know, 10 point something inch screen and that just fits better. And you know, they're, they're not 
horrendous quality. They can a lot of them can do CarPlay and stuff. Mm. It's just I wouldn't expect that unit to last me like twenty years or something. No. Um, but for the interim, I'm like, eh, it wouldn't be a bad idea putting that in because that's the car I'm currently dealing in the most. And the fact that it's got it was in that crap period of time between like what between two thousand and three to about what. 2010 2011 where the cars did not have any aux input they, have nothing, they yeah. didn't have you know a, a cassette input at least where you could put your mp3 player in yep. didn't have bluetooth they just have a cd player with mp3 cd sometimes <laughs> or if you're really fancy like a multi-disc cd player Ooh. but that's about it that's getting technical yeah so like that's a in my opinion that's a very crappy kind of uh, audio solution for the car so i'd like to upgrade that if i'm you know driving the car every day but yeah, apart from that, everything's pretty solid. Callum's car, you happy to know, is all buttoned up. Uh, it's done. Yeah, it's done. It's there got some go. nice Apple CarPlay, a nice reversing camera, a nice DAB digital radio. Ooh. So he's a, he's a happy boy. Very, very nice. I've got to ask you, have you driven the MX-5 recently? No, it's on my brother-in-law's place. Mm. I think he's driving around like giving back my car. Yeah, but doesn't he lost his license though? No, that was last year. Okay, so he's got the Rex back? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll miss the MX-5. I want to see you drive. Yeah, I want to see me driving as well. It's just because the um, soft top is a little bit ripped and it's been raining like crazy yeah. and the STI is in the garage, mm. um, I, I'm happy keeping it in safe in the garage at my brother-in-law's place. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. Rob and Harley. Now, Rob has just joined us as well. Uh, Harley was doing all, all, all the heavy work. Hello, Rob. Uh, uh, yeah. he, he, was, he was holding down the fort. Uh, how are you, Rob? And how are you, Harley? Oh. What, uh, what's happening and what's, what's happening with your cars? Well, not much is happening with the cars. What, what are you looking at me like that for? Is there something happening with our cars? No, no, nothing oh. happening. No, not really. <laughs> but I, I actually um been looking on you know, marketplaces. I always do. Being sorry, iron off is two eighty CE, but we'll see how mm. they go. Um, a nineteen eighty model. Yep, one two yes. three. Yeah, so. We'll have a look at that. Have a look at that. In other words, you're gonna you're gonna bring it home. Yeah, it's it's no, no, not, no, it depends. So you, I'll have to haggle with the guy first. <laughs> uh, I don't really like the color, but anyway. What color is it? A, it's a that Aliki <clears throat> green, green. Ah, thistle green. The the still green. green. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we we yeah just looked at that. Um, got no updates on me the delivery of me. The, the cars, the new ones, but it'll probably come in the next seven months or so. Yep. Uh, um, what else? Uh, I'm still, I looked at getting my floor, concrete floor polished in my man cave. Yep, yep. So i look, been looking at that and painted out the ceilings all black. So, yeah, just bits and pieces here and there. But still, I've got enough room in the garage now to sort of get, get stuck back into the, the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll I'll try to get that off the ground and get the SEC rolling. Um, now that I've got a bit more space in there and it's cleaned up a little bit and I've got cars out of my garage, so that's good. Uh, been driving the Mustang a little bit. That's going all right. There's annoying vibration in the back left-hand panel. I've got to find out where that vibration is coming from. Mm. It's driving me crazy every time I you give it a little bit. Yeah. It starts resonating inside the quarter panel. Mm. So gotta find out what that is. Um yeah, but really no, not much is happening with the cars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just looking forward to going to the Grand Prix in Singapore in another couple of weeks. 
Yeah, that's exciting. That'll be fun. That's good. Because you, you're doing uh, Singapore, but are you going to be able to do Japan? Because they've closed the border. Uh, we, no, we cancelled Japan. Yeah. It's too tight. And then there's, uh, I think, the restrictions in. Um, well, they will just apparently just ending in October that week we're meant to go. Mm. But up until then, we didn't know. And then um, they said, like, if you wanted to go, you had to book a guided tour. So you have to oh. find a special guided tour. Mm-hmm. And, and the tickets weren't released. And the tickets for the F1, they were hard. To, like, I put my name down, but I never got any emails back from There's, like, no communication whatsoever. Like, but so, yeah, I don't know. So we just. So, yeah, we called it off. So we'll, we'll look at going to some other Grand Prix next year in Europe, Europe. maybe. If not Europe, we might do the Las Vegas one, the inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix. That would be cool. That would be That's, very cool. In October, isn't it? Uh, it's November, yeah, November, yeah. yeah. So that should be good. Mm-hmm. As long as there's no floods in Las Vegas, as there is at the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw some images from that. Cars being washed away down the street. Mm. <laughs> what the hell? That's nuts. It, so there's fires in California, floods in <laughs> uh, Nevada, in Arizona and that. Um, it's crazy. And, and they've still got a drought. Um, yeah, the weather's been real, yeah, real funny up there. Mm. So and, then, uh, and England's having a heat wave and they're having a drought as well, apparently. So yeah, yeah. yeah. What is going on? I don't know, don't know. But um, I suppose um, England would be loving that. Uh, all the people in in London, um, nice and warm. <laughs> uh, they can get their cars out and get the if they've got convertibles, they can you know uh, drop their put, top, put the top down. Or, put the top down. But they got no aircon in their houses. Oh yes. <laughs> Like, like I, was, I was reading some article. This guy he's sat in his G wagon all day, revving the engine to keep the air cut. <laughs> 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 he's had no air cut. He's like he had like one of like old Victorian houses, like expensive home, but he had no air cut. So he had to, he sat in his G wagon all day. <laughs> the engine running. I mean, to be fair, that's quite funny. But what the hell? Jeez. <laughs> oh, Have you guys seen that YouTube video of the guy? There's some uh, I don't know a redneck farmer. He's got I've come across a lot of money and he's actually bought a brand new G-Wagon. He's been sand duning it, jumping in sand dunes, and then he drove it into a swamp. <laughs> and, and he dropped it through a house today. Did he drop it through yeah, a house? Yeah, he today? got a crane and dropped it through a house. A brand new G-Wagon. Brand spanking new G-Wagon. This guy's got, I don't know, more money than he knows what to do yes, with it. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, $200,000 car. And over there. there. He has four hundred. Yeah. And is it, is it is, did it destroy it? Is it munted or is it still? Oh, I, I just saw a bit of it. To like I didn't watch the full video, but I saw him lifting it up with the crane. It's near on destroyed anyway because yeah. he got water in the engine the other day when he drove it into the swamp. So it's pretty much stopped. Yeah, it's trash. It's it's, it's titled. Put it that way. Welcome to uh to uh what's it called America. Uh, this is this is America. Freedom that wouldn't happen in a Chevy. Um, that, that, that's what that's what's happening there. He's got um, some real nice glasses, actually. He's actually even trashed a beautiful um, is it a forerunner that he had, yeah, or just a yeah, or is it just a dual cab? Yeah, Hilux. Know, yeah. He, he drives them instead of putting um, the ramps down and drive him off his tray truck, he just drives them straight off, like oh. flat out in reverse and drives them straight off the trailer. And well, the Hilux didn't make it right, so he bent his tail shaft, but he didn't care, he still could. Still took it out in the sand dunes and freshed the crap out of it with a bent tail shaft. Still kept on going. Is that the guy that that like buys like trucks like like F two fifties and then also and just just wrecks them and just just breaks them? And... Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. It's I the same guy. He's put big axles on on um on their you know 
axles that stick out on the trucks. They have two fifties, yeah. And he's gone from swamps and mud pile, you know, mud heaps and stuff like that. I think I know the he guy. Does all sorts of, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, E-Fame is a. It's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like a. It's a. It's a real catch twenty-two, I guess. When you're when you're making that much money, more more money than cents, uh, you can you can destroy. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Here we are struggling with our, you know, half a dozen cars that we all own each. <laughs> <laughs> we're, str- we're really struggling. Yeah, right. We're really... struggling. <laughs> struggle yeah. town. Struggle town. But they are our cars are hoopties, aren't they? They're, they they're, they're yeah. you know they're cars that um, anyone could really afford. They're some of the cars that I got. People throwing them out. My cars, not Well, <laughs> the E30 was. Yeah. You know, even the Barra Merc was a rusted out, flooded Mercedes that we cleaned up. I opened my car in actually a few weeks ago for warranty claim. Oh, really? What was wrong with it? The oxygen sensor was uh, gone. So the engine, it kept triggering the engine light. Yeah. And then it, had, it needed like three software updates. Oh, right. Because uh, it was like, oh, it'd be funny. And then they said the part of the wiring was fraying. Oh yeah, so could like, be one yeah. of those perishable wiring looms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like rubbing so that they replace whatever like part of like in the end, like some like it was like disconnectable part, you know, but hooked up to the wiring loom. Yeah, so that to fix that too. So, so how much warranty you got left on the car? Um, I don't know, two <laughs> <No> weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> well, you may as well use it before it. Before get, get everything done that you can. Yeah, just like this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Yeah. To try and break it and then take it back and say, okay, fix it up now. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah, well, look, uh, uh, he gives it, you know, like he, he doesn't nurse it when he drives it. So if anything was was to go wrong, it should have gone wrong by now anyway. Well, no, so. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. Apart from that, no, it's sort of like, yeah, really not much happening with our cars at the moment. So, but I'm looking um, to get a double... Uh, car hoist. Um, so I've got to buy a car hoist so I can park my cars yeah. like yeah. A, a twin hoist. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way I can fit four cars in a two car or three car spot. Mm. Um, so that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really nothing much else. There you go. Updates with me. I had a busy, busy week. Um, my car is going in on Friday to get the front end done. Um, so they, t- they're just taking, they're just going to do the bar. So they're taking the front bar off, sanding it back, you know, filling it and, and, um, and basically, you know, spraying it and what whacking it back on them. Then they're going to drive it to my detailer's place to, to put the ceramic coat back on and, and, and paint correct the front bar again to make sure it's all, it's all Mick. Um, and then basically, yeah, I should have that back next week, but I'm getting, get, believe because you know, you know, how we've been saying, uh, uh, uh Havel or or Haval or whatever you call it, to, to give us a, to give us a car. So I'm I'm getting one. They finally decided to give us a car, have they? No, uh, <laughs> no. no it, the uh, the, the uh, panel beater's got got one. He's like, it's like you, you can you can drive you can drive my brand new Havel. I'm like, oh, what yeah. uh, what model is it? I think it's a Jollyon. Okay, I've totally heard of that. Is it small hatchback? I'm assuming. No, it's a it's SUV. 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 So yes, he's going on sand dunes. Yes, he's going sand dunes. Yeah. I know the best sand dunes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you up with that offer. I've got, I've got it for a week, so I would, I would have got to take it. But I'm gonna have to pick you guys up all, all in the jolly on, and I'm gonna get your, your opinion on the, on the, on the, the, the beautiful uh, Chinese car that is the Havel, uh, Havel jolly on. So you guys prepare to be amazed, prepare to be in, infused. 
Have all you you didn't listen to us? Yeah, so... you're gonna sponsor us, Val. You know now we're gonna be brutally honest <laughs> about your cheap Chinese <laughs> junk. If it is oh! cheap Chinese junk, you no, know, it's junk. You haven't tested it yet. It's a um, GWM, isn't it? It's look, if one, if, uh, if a panel bit is willing to give it away just that easily when it's that brand new <laughs> as a customer car, I think we can draw some implications, Rob. No, he just uh, has a lot of trust in Maddie. We'll just we'll reserve judgment yeah. until he's sure. sitting those lovely, lovely um, pews of the uh, of, of the uh, of Chairman Mao. Of, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the last car he gave me was was the the Hyundai Accent or Ascent with the CVT transmission, and and look, that, that, that was an alright car. Um, and he he still uses those as higher cars, but um, but this is the, this is my my first uh, hell experience, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. I'm also very excited. I'm excited. Hopefully. Uh, so I, I've got um I've got a, a weekend plan of sand dunning and uh, and then jumps and <laughs> and all sorts. Of, we're going off roading. We're going on a real Aussie. An all Aussie adventure. All Aussie adventure with, with Russell Quaid. He's going yeah. to be there. And... So wear our shorts from the nineties. A bit of forward driving through Mount Disappointment. Oh yeah, man. I'd be disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I don't even think he's going to make it up there. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, a trip I, across I wanna... to the Flowerdale Hotel, have a few drinks. Yeah, mate. We'll really test it out through the mud um, peeps, whatever you want to call them. Absolutely. Like, if if it makes it, I'll tell you what. If it makes it. I will buy myself a Hubble. Like I, I, will, I will actually do it. Uh, I, Are you that confident? I'm not, not going to make it. I, I'm not confident. It's not going to make it. So I'm, I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to buy I'll, I'll get the go. I'll get. I'll have the GoPro hooked on the outside and everything else. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll become real professional about this one. Absolutely. Also, we should probably get a recovery car. Yes. Um. Yes. Because I, I don't think we're going to make it either. <laughs> and I would like to get home on the same day. It's true. We'll, we'll have to bring. Right, I'll take. Here. I'll take the Subaru Liberty as a recovery. Well, it's car. got. It's got all drive. It'll work. Yeah, it'll <laughs> be fine. I, I, I saw. I saw the Africa. Was it the the Africa special where, where they had the WRX? The Impreza, yeah. The, 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 the Rex and the and the eight fifty R and what was the other one? They it's had? a BMW. BMW uh, E thirty nine. Uh, and mate, the car that didn't stop except for at the end when it broke, but it didn't stop was the uh, was the the Impreza pulling. Was pulling all the it's other. That, that's out. why it broke because he was working yeah. double time. Yeah, pulling everyone else out of the mud. Yeah, <laughs> they tried putting tracks on another WRX, didn't they? And that didn't work too well, did it? The tracks. It was on a, it was on a Focus RS that they put that on. It was it on a Focus? Was oh, that's yeah. right. Oh yeah, <laughs> they broke. They broke the Focus. <laughs> they broke the Focus. Tracks just kept coming off every like sixty, yeah, two seconds. Yeah, not exactly made for that, is it? Really. No. <laughs> Uh, but I, I guess that, that that's that's that. But yeah, so I'm excited for, for my for my Hubble experience. I pick it up at 10:30 on Friday, so I will be uh, leaving from period two. Got period three off, so I'm going to fly down to to uh, my good friends at Roxburgh Smash and drop the car off and then pick up the other car. And yeah, that'll be that'll be nice doing that. And this weekend, I bought another car uh, for, for my dad, obviously, because because he, he needed a car because his motor got written off. So, so basically, I'm like to him. Well, first of all, I mentioned as I mentioned last year, it kind of got a little bit screwed over with how much money you got back from insurance. And as you say, Rob, you always go check in every year because they they change it up on you. They they're really shifty like that. So, so insurance companies, if you if you got insurance, always just just check your premium every year and, and check check how much you're insured for because you're guaranteed to be screwed. So basically, for what he got, he couldn't buy the same car. He couldn't buy anything near the same car. Um, so he was a bit disappointed. Um, so he's like, I just need a car at this point. And I I was going through a fair few cars, narrowing it down. 
I got to six different cars. I got to a, a FG Falcon G6E uh, Eco LPI, so factory gas, um, you know, which is a good car. I got to Honda Accord Euro Luxury at up at the second gen, so like a 20, 2012 or twenty thirteen. I got to a Toyota Orion, uh, twenty sixteen. You know, uh, uh, ooh, an Orion. Orion. Just an ATX, not a sportiva or anything, but but still, you've actually got everything in it. And the other one was a Mercedes C two hundred W two hundred four update. So they're all around the same money, all around the um, the same year. Um, the the Orion was actually the newest car of the lot. So he's like, well, why don't we go have a look at an Orion? So we we found this Orion online. It's twenty sixteen with sixty nine thousand Ks on it. Nice. Uh, yeah 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 <laughs> so you're gonna say that and um and basically we uh we head off there and, my, and dad's like i'm not gonna drop i can't be bothered driving all they children just stop at the <clears throat> stop at the um uh there's like a you know auto century in 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 in, in was it, what was it uh it's an airport near there the auto century there and there's a car deal there's a few car deals there that, that just aren't like four to hold and they've just got all, all sorts of cars and you had, to, you had to look at some cars and, and should we throw a rock at the uh, Isuzu dealership there for me? Was that the one you're dealing with? Yeah, I thought you were dealing with the one in Roxborough Park. <laughs> no, I was at the Essendon one. Oh, I don't know there's an Isuzu in Roxborough Park. I thought there was. There is. Yeah, news to me. Yeah, go throw a rock there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there. I'm pretty sure there was. Anyway, I, I, I could be saying things, but um, anyway, we we hop, hop out and and um and for for more money, there's cars with uh, more Ks. And that are that are not as new. Like there was like a Mazda three, like you know, it was, a, it was a nice car, leather interior at the start. And they wanted twenty six grand for it, and it had the same amount of Ks, and it was older. And I'm, that does like he's like, I, I can't drive this. Like yeah, this is what is this? You know, like in in, in comparison, like I don't like Mazda threes, right? But um, but he's like, you know, in terms of just comfort and size and space and and engine engine capacity and stuff, he's like, he's like it's a nugget. Like he was driving around in i thirty for like a week, and he's like, he hated it. He's like, he reckons it was just gutless and pointless. So I'm like, well, if you listen to me, we'll go check out that car in Cheltenham. So we, we get the Cheltenham um, and it's a, it's a dealer there, but it's just like a, like a little father son kind of dealer. It's selling about 10 cars that, that they've got really, really nice guys. They're, they're from Iran and, you know, just, just trying to, trying to make a buck here. And um, basically they're like to take the car, take it for a drive and tell us what you think and look for a drive, drive really well. Like they bloody hammer. They've got a lot of power. These, those cameras, those Orion V6 is 3.5 liters. Um, 200 kilowasps as the, as the other the, the ad used to be the kilowasps so it bloody goes well everything worked satellite navigation um you know cruise control all electrics it's got like a electric blind that goes up on the back so like if you want to like you know yeah chauffeur mode chauffeur mode you, you, you put it goes straight up i'm like that was pretty cool so yeah it, full service history at toyota as i said, said 69,000 k so it's really nothing it's like just over 10,000 k's a year uh, so with with a third owners of the car, if we were to buy it anyway, we uh, we we negotiated a price and we got what was pretty fair price and we picked it up yesterday and my dad's quite happy with it. So congratulations to your dad. Yeah, nice. so Mr. Simon, <clears throat> Simon, if you're listening, he's always he's, he's always like Mercedes Benz number one, now Toyota number one, now Toyota number one. Um, <laughs> but um, but he, he he's like I do want to buy a Merc in a couple of years, so he's like I'm going to save up and then um, sell the Orion and, and get back into a Mercedes, but. Um, yeah, 
like I'm like to I'm like it's got it comes with like warranty and everything like the guy the guy's giving us warranty with it and then you know he's like take it to wherever you want he's like it's a really good car I've got no issues with it so yeah he's he's happy he's 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 got himself into a car and it's nice because like like he, while he had a good run out of his Merc like it, it did throw you know check engine lights and you know and and you know codes for exhaust things and and timing chains and stuff so it, like even though it was quite low K's it, it, it was not you know mechanically as you know, neat. If, if uh, as I was, I mean, it was still a great car. Like it's still driving really nicely. But but, but nothing beats Toyota reliability. Mate, he drove the car back, and he's like, he's like, he's like, this thing craps all over the, all over the Merc in terms of how it drives. It's probably racing Falcons yes. and Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> like two hundred kilowatts. Two hundred kilowatts of of, of Fal- <laughs> no, no, he, he was. He's like, he's like, he couldn't. He's like, I couldn't believe how nice it drove. Uh, and I'm like, well, it's a nice car. Like they're a comfortable, you know, lazy V6. They're that, a quintessential dad car. They are a quintessential dad car, and. and it, Put the bread and milk there, and it's it's a rolling refrigerator, isn't it? It's like you know, absolutely, absolutely. It's yeah. it's hassle free. I mean, it, it is it is in a way boring motor, but boring motoring. But for what he needs, I'm like, you know what? You're not going to have any issues with it. It's just going to work. You're just going to legit put oil and and water in it, and and it'll keep going. You don't even need to do that with the Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, just service it and you'll be fine. And that's all you need to do. And he's like, yeah. He's, he's, so, but, but he, yeah, he really likes it. So like, obviously we couldn't quite stretch to the Sportivo or to the Prasara because they were, they were a bit, they were a bit too, too pricey. And then they came with like LED lights and all, all, all that jazz, but no, he's, he's, he's really happy with it. And um, I said to him, you know, it's a, it's a nice car for the money. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to worry. But like my biggest issue with like all rounds and Camrys and, and to an extent, Commodores as well, and, and Falcons. Um, a lot of them were owned by like you know, uh, like fleet companies or or um, rental rental companies. So I the first thing I did was check the book, and it was it was owned by Dilpreet Singh. So I was I was like, okay, so it was bought by one person, um, and it's in a really nice color. Like I've never seen an Orion in dark blue before. Like, oh damn! Okay, yeah, I was expecting it to be like black or white. White, yeah. Yeah, I was maybe gonna... a silver here and there, but that's it. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was expecting it to be like white or silver, but it was blue, and it was like a really it's a really nice like that. That, that would have assured you, it's like that's not a fleet car. Though. No, it's it's absolutely. If, you, if you're blind a fleet, you're blind white, black or silver. That's it. Nothing else allowed. That's all the budget. <laughs> no, no, no extras for color. But you know, it was it was good. It's um, he's he's really happy with it. As I said, I just wanted him to get into a car that that works and it'll it'll be reliable and yeah. So so he's happy. But um, but long story short, check your insurance policies and and you know how much you're insured for and what you are insured for because he didn't even get choice of repairer anymore because apparently the company that he was with which i'm not going to name they uh, took that option out a couple they, of years they back. took that option out a couple of years back yeah. yeah which is really disgusting which i didn't really know because it's like well that's what's the point so yeah. they, they do like to give the we offer a lifetime warranty on our repairs mm. but then what if they write the car yeah exactly right <laughs> then you're screwed so my dad, my dad was not happy about that, but, um, but here's the issue is like that, that I don't even think they, they know where his, where his Merc is. Cause he still wants to get his plates and all that stuff off it too. So, but that, that's a, that's a whole other story. So that is, uh, that is the Orient. So that we've added the Orient to the fleet. Uh, as I said, Fiesta is going in. I drove the laser 700 Ks over the past five days. I've, I've just driven a child them twice uh, to Williamstown five times to Epping um and just just all around and i'm just like what have, like, i have not had a life for the last five days i need to have a weekend so the lasers copped a hiding but it's all good because i'm driving the ltd for the rest of the week so that'll 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 be that'll be good Wasn't um, that going yeah it's going it's going i'm actually polishing it up this weekend it's so, going for now for now yeah for now um i need i need to get rid of it because like it's it's 
mechanically it's really good. It drives really nicely and everything, but it's just it's sitting there rotting in my front yard, and and I and I'm and it's just burning me seeing it do that. Um, so I I want I want to get it under car. I want someone to take it in and actually care for it. Um, like body wise, because like I care care for it mechanically, and 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 Rob, you made a catch fire, and you know it, it's, it's and extinguished it. Extinguished a tiny fire. All right, don't exaggerate about this fire. It still caught fire, Rob. <laughs> It could have burnt my house and garage down and the cars and all my bikes with it, but it was only a little fire at the time. <laughs> all right? Uh, it's just a small all, that, all that foam spray insulation that they sprayed in there was just slowly smouldering away. That's all it was doing. Yeah. And then smouldering away, and by the time you turned around, your, your, your garage was just smoke everywhere. Smoke. Yeah, well, there was a bit of smoke, a little touch. A touch but, the whole place but, is up there. Rob, Rob, you gotta put a you gotta put that one of those signs at the, the front of your garage saying, you know, no, uh, vehicles are stored at owner's responsibility. <laughs> you know, I should have done that. I, I really should have. And, and I should have had the hose ready. But look, I literally <laughs> the whole the, the beautiful weld. I've done the, one of the best welds I've ever done. No distortion, spot welded everything in and, and fixed it all up. It was just spot, it was fantastic. And it was a shame I had to drill it all out again. I would have been pissed. Like I would have been just like, oh no, this is sucks. Happy. Oh, no. I wasn't happy. <laughs> you know, and, and I didn't know if I could get the seats out. I didn't want to water damage the seats in the interior. So I just wanted to make sure I concentrated the water in that particular area Location. where the fire was. <laughs> I was trying to save the, you know, the nugget, but yeah. I did. Did. You did, you did, you did. No, you you definitely did. But, but anyway, that I think that's that's it with my with my with my car updates. Uh, my mom's still having issues with with my sister's old Forester. That that's 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 saga still continuing. Which uh, was, is that the one she bought off you? No, no. The uh, her remember her old red red one. She sold it, and then it, you know, it's it was ended up in like a police chase and all sorts of things. Um, so oh, yeah, cool. Long, long, long story, but yeah, she's still having issues. I'm just trying to think what, what else, what else, what else is that, what, up with us. But that, that, that's virtually it. With, with but, but she's not being held responsible for anything, right? No, she, she's moved it on to the other person. Okay, so, sorry. Uh, but uh, I'll, I'll explain uh, to you after. Eating tickets, but nothing major. Nah, just you know, just, just evading police. Yeah, and police hitting an old lady, a ram. Uh, what is it? Uh, ram raid. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but anyway, guys, we're going to get on to tonight's topic of cars that were good and should have sold well, uh, but obviously didn't. And kind of were like, well, that's a shame that it didn't, didn't sell well. Um, there's, this is a topic that we haven't really covered properly. Um, it's a topic that we, we, we kind of said, oh, we should, we should discuss that one day. And, and I thought today would be a, would be a good, day to, good day to discuss it. Now, uh, I know some cars in particular that, that I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of. And I know that... Uh, Robin Harley are fans of this brand now. It starts with S, ends in I. Um, they had, if you remember, a few, a few years ago, they sold the um, the Kazashi. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember that car? I do remember that. It was a good car. Kazashi. It won yeah. all sorts of awards. It was a reliable car. They could even get it in all-wheel drive. It was good looking. Handled really well. Um, sounded pretty good. Drove excellently, and then it just didn't sell. Like I, I can't remember the last time I've actually seen a Kazashi on the road. Um, so I just I, saw one um, a few days ago. Well, that's why car? when you said Kazashi, I was like, oh yeah. I was just thinking about one because I saw one a few days ago. Well, whoa. 
came as a shock because yeah, as you said, I don't see him around. They're a good-looking car, Kazashi. I still think they're. I think. I think they're good-looking. I think they still look quite modern today, and and those people that own them kind of actually really like them. Um, one because it's a Suzuki and it works, but two, um, they're actually a good drive, and and it's a shame because um, like I, I doubt they sold more than like two or three thousand here, like if that, you know, over over its over his lifespan here. Where, I think yeah, there's a lot of hype on the concept, and and it was disappointing. Uh, what they eventuate or what eventuated from the concept, yeah. And, and so there was this concept idea, and I uh, advertising that it was at the motor show. It was brilliant looking car, and then they sell this car that doesn't look anything like the concept. Mm, yeah, and uh, I think that's what sort of turned a few people off. Yeah. I know I was looking at one at the time when they came out. Oh right. And, and when I saw it, I go, "Oh, it's great idea. You've got the V six, you know, right idea." But the full execution just wasn't there. Yeah. I thought. Absolutely. Hmm. It's a shame because it was, a, I think still, it was like still looking a good looking car, but, and it got really good reviews and, and, and it was like, you know, it won plenty of awards, but it just didn't sell. Um, now, do you think that car didn't sell because it was in a hot market with Camry and Mazda 6 or because it was, because it was a bit of a weird size. It wasn't exactly Camry size. Like it was like a touch bit smaller and there was no real sedans in that kind of size. Was there like, like that was kind of really it. I think not many people wanted a four-cylinder and the V6 was sort of, sort of priced out of its that market. Mm. From recollection, the, the V6 was a bit expensive for what it was. Yeah, and I think the, the small size probably also let it down a bit, given that, you know, yeah. you want that extra boot space. If you buy a sedan, you know, you want to be able to, you know, take your luggage or whatever else. Mm. Kind of having that reduced size, reduced capacity, just missing out on that extra bit of room. Mm. And we mm. are some big people here in Australia. Yes, we we it's all muscle. It's all yeah. muscle. <laughs> Rob, Rob, do the flex. Rob, Rob, you've got an ab. Yeah, it's not a six pack. It's a keg. It's, it's a keg. Keg life. Keg life. It's a good life. Uh, what about you guys? What are, what other cars do you recommend that? Sorry, do you reckon that were that were good but just didn't sell? <laughs> Um, I was I'm going to give it to the, uh, actually Scott. Go ahead. You sure? Yep. I was thinking the Kia Stinger. Mm. Oh, that was on my list as well. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it might be on a few people's lists because it was it had everything that you'd want. <clears throat> um, engine wise, looks looks were pretty good. I'd say the only thing I didn't like about the looks is that weird little reflect a bit on the taillight that followed on the bodywork. On the side, yeah. On the side, yeah. yeah. Like, well, that was weird. I don't know why they did that. Um, but, you know, to pick on just that one little thing compared to the whole car, I just... I, people are just turning away from sedans, I think, is why. Yeah. Like, it came at a great time when, you know, you were losing the real drive Falcon and Commodore. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it didn't come in a V8, but you had, you know, a twin-turbo V6, which is, you know, ample power. And uh, it just seemed like a good replacement, particularly compared to the what was they selling, the Insignia as a Commodore? Yeah, virtually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, compared to that, like it was a much better option. It's just, I don't know. Like my neighbor's got one, and uh, he's oh. he's he's happy with GT? it. GT. Yeah, he's got a GT. Um, he's he's actually a very Kia slash Hyundai household. Okay. All his cars are like Kias and Hyundais. All his daughters have Hyundai i30s. Um, you know, he's happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just I feel a lot more people would have, you know, had fun with that car if they had just given it a chance. And it sucks because they're not 
uh, there's no plans for a successor to it. Yeah. Um, and and for that reason, it didn't really sell. Um, I mean, I mean this was a worldwide car, and and to be fair, it was quite gutsy from Kia to, Kia to make it. Like Kia didn't have to make a car like that. Like yeah. it's a, it's a sedan that they, it's a new platform that they made out of the blue. This we, we're making a sports sedan. Um, I mean, you don't have to get it with the V6. You can get it with a with a four cylinder turbo as well. I think. Um, yeah. And you know, and if if you wanted to still get those those quite good looks and, um, but yeah, everyone that that's that's owned them rates them super highly. They recommend they reckon that they are fantastic to drive, plenty of power, really good chassis, just a fun car. And they just didn't sell. Yeah, I think they're trying. Sorry, they're, they're trying to compare it to a Mustang, and and the price point was Mustang. Yeah. Price point. And if I you have a choice, Mustang or a Kia, mm. you know a lot more people are leaning towards Mustangs, and I uh, I think that took a lot of uh, a lot away from them. If it did. there wasn't a Mustang in the market at the time, they might have sold more. Yeah, um, I, I I agree with you there. Um, so you think you think it came down to the name because it was a Kia and not. I definitely not think like that turned some people away. Absolutely, the name, but also having a muscle car V eight. GT V8 to a you know six cylinder turbo and I think they were trying to say look all right the the thing is quicker than a Mustang yeah yeah but it wasn't a fair comparison mm, but yeah. at the same time um, they're trying to compare it to a Mustang because it's a performance car and it was really all the other performance cars were so, basically stopped weren't they so you really only had a choice of a Mustang or a Kia on the market at that time yeah you're right yeah. There's, I don't think there's any. I mean, you, you got your, you know, your golf, you know, your fast hatches. But if you're looking at a bigger car, mm. really, that, that, there are only two cars that are on the market that you had a choice from. I mean, they had the Chrysler 300 SRT, but 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 that but yeah. that's a car that was already like two generations old by that point, yeah. um, and it wasn't selling in general really well either. So, yeah, it was really. It, I mean, it, they kind of came out similar times as well, Mustang and and um, and Stinger here in Australia, anyway. Um, and I, and I think the stigma behind the Kia badge is still quite strong. And, and, you know, like a lot of people like to say, like, why would I buy a Kia when I could, when I could buy a Ford? And, um, and now, now I would completely, uh, completely disagree with, with that. Um, but, but probably back then, but I, I, I've loved this thing since, since I saw it. And, but the issue is you can't get one now because, um, they do have a waiting list on them, but they just, they haven't really announced allocations. I don't think. And, and there, there's a bit of a issue with, with getting a stinger so uh, if you can get one get one while you still can but um like like patrick patrick patrick's brothers borrowed one for the weekend and patrick went and he's always like this thing's fantastic like it just goes hard and drives well and and all sorts of things but yeah just didn't get the name but so you want to say Rob? yeah i was gonna say there is another car on the market wasn't there a uh, european commodore like a sports edition v6 yeah all drive Mm-hmm. It's supposed to have been, a, you know, up there with those cars as well. Supposed to have been, but wasn't. <laughs> it was a, it was a poor attempt, I think. Poor attempt. Uh, yeah. Have fun trying to find one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. I, mean, I think that might have these around in Europe. <laughs> yeah, in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> they got a recall, don't they? They got a massive recall at the moment. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. that is that, that that was announced the other day. You're right. But yeah, Stinger. Like, like, would you guys be honestly surprised if they <clears throat> brought another model, like a, a new generation Stinger out? Like, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But would you guys be like, "Wow, okay, they actually did that," or would you be like, 
yeah, I, I expect them not to not to do another one because it was kind of a gamble, and I don't think it really paid off in terms of like a financial gain. But it, I think it was more of a brain exercise to kind of break the stigma of Kia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it was more of a we need a Halo car, and we're going to give you a Halo car, and if it doesn't sell well, tough. But at least people will be like, hey, you know, Kia's things are kind of cool. Like, maybe we can go look at a Kia, Kia dealership. I think that, it depends on the price that they put it at. Yeah, I, th- I think if they priced price. it more competitively. <clears throat> Or the, the next, if they do bring out a, a newer version, it's it's cars always go up in price. That's the other issue, right? Expecting them to price it competitively again. I mean, yeah. if they kept it the same price, given how high the Mustang has gone at this point, mm. I feel it could carve out its own little niche. But it's uh, like again, it's got a lot of things being held against it. The car itself is brilliant. It's just you know the branding and you know at the time at least yeah, when it came out. Yeah. yeah, for seven years, dude. Like, it's fantastic. Like, get a car, get a car with seven years warranty. You shouldn't really have an issue. Like, like they stand by their product, really. Mm, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be surprised though if the next thing is based on like the Ionic Six Pondo to be electric. That's a that's actually a great point. That's a that's a fantastic point. Um, if they do that, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. I heard there's like a five year wait on those. Is is, is that yeah, is that the true? Ionic, the Ionic five, the Ionic five is even a massive wait. Like they only like trickling in like fifty at a time. Bloody hell! And you get you have to do like a bit online. It's like buying sneakers <laughs> <laughs> online. I mean, that would kind of be the way that singer would would continue, right? It's it's going to have to go electric, and I, and I and I think that's kind of you know and i love the name i think sting is a great name for a car and, and, I, and I love the badge and i like kia's new kia's new logo as well i reckon kia's new logo it looks it looks really good and um like i, I went to a kia, kia kia dealership with steph uh probably two or three weeks ago now and we went to look at the new sportage because it's um it's got it got car of the year and stuff so, so we want to have a look at it and Bloody a very nice car, like a really like. And this is saying something like, I'm not an SUV guy, but it was a beautiful car. Like the the fit and finish was like, I reckon, better than Toyota. Um, it was it was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. The overall styling in general is very nice. Good looking car. Yeah, very nice car. I I couldn't I couldn't believe it, Rob. Like I was I was like, wow, this is this is a Kia. And then I sat on a Stinger that 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 had a black Stinger parked next to it. So the Stinger, I'm like, this is cool. Like this is this is this is where it's at um but yeah i freaked out i was like it's like wow like yeah and then they offer great warranties and they've got hybrid options electric options i'm like this is fantastic like you know this is what companies like ford should have done years ago but they they chose to you know get rid of uh get rid of their hot hatches <laughs> and, you know you think of some of these car companies that like the american ones in particular they're like um kodak was with their film and it, whenever it went to, went digital they, they stuck with the film Yep. <laughs> bit him in the ass. <laughs> got bitten big time. Yeah. Absolutely. They don't really have much of a choice in the in the Ford range anymore, do they? No. It's I mean, I challenge anybody that listens to the show, even you guys, to go to a Ford dealership and tell me what you see inside of the dealership and outside. I guarantee you it's nine nine ranges to one and one Mustang. That'll be that'll be virtually and a transit. And a transit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's yeah, it is one of those things. But but I'd love to see the, the stinger continue. Like I think stinger continuing would be would be a good thing. But I reckon like um a kind of midway spec bump might be a better way to go. Yeah. Well, they don't have to you know retool the whole car. Mm. Just possibly give it a little more power uh, from retune on the engine, a few parts here and there. Um, maybe update the looks a little bit. Get rid of that 
crappy red thing on the side, <laughs> something like that. That could possibly benefit it without costing a heck of a lot. Ford are fantastic. Look, the Mustang now, that, that, that generation now is seven going on eight years old. Yeah. Yep. So, so. They can do it. And Chrysler are even better. How long have they been making that one for 15 years now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> very, very long time. So and I don't mind that so much, you know, with the, with the Chrysler, that they don't change their models because you buy a Chrysler, you know you're not going to get, it's not five models sold in three years' time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you still got a car that's still, still new. new or current <laughs> yeah. to some extent, you know. It's the same with the, the, you know, the to some extent with the Jeeps, um, that they don't really do dramatic changes every three years, like, you know, a lot of other SUVs, you know, Kia changed their SUVs, you know, styling maybe three or four times in the last six years. Yeah. yeah. No, I completely agree with you there. I think that's, um, I think that's an imp important point. Um, Where's the link? Getting kicked out. That's the Egypt button. Yeah. The left side. Um, so yeah, so so basically, um, so so Kia's thing is def definitely one of those cars that, that that should have should have sold better than than, than it did. But but I, I guess it was kind of a risky move as well for Kia because because the, they I mean they, they know the sedan market's done like it's finished. So for them to bring a performance sedan into a dying market was pretty like a pretty you know gangsterish move. Um, so yeah, wasn't it? You know, another car that I mean it got killed off though was the Saab. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Saab were cool um, because Saab were Saab were Saab, weren't they? Like they were, they were just kind of their own little 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 company that kind of did things their own way, even though they were owned by General Motors. And I think that I think that's what really shot them in the shot them in the foot. General Motors killed yeah. another company. It's one of the many companies that they that they uh, ran to the ground. But um, yeah, like yeah they 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 would probably still be around like like the last looking last times were good looking cars um they were, they were beautiful looking cars actually so it's a shame that they and the way they did <clears throat> some of those subs they're fetching real good money because there's some fairly um unique ones so all drive mm -hmm. um specified with high power outputs and stuff like that so there's some real nice ones i think they even made it in a wagon yeah, they did. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And those wagons still fetch big money because there's, there's not, there was nothing else that was kind of like it at the time, really. Like you know, I mean, you saw the Audi wagon, uh, Audi, but but yeah, I I take a Saab over an Audi. <laughs> um, I, I think it was just more um, more you know interesting and cool. Uh, what about what what else, what else, guys? What other cars do you think should have sold well but didn't, and were just kind of in a market where they just didn't belong? Unfortunately, there's quite a few cars that were on the market, but they got taken off the market pretty quickly with the GFC, didn't they? Back in 2008, 09. Yep. There were quite a few cars there that um, should have, could have, but didn't show up. Um, they were about to release the Cadillac and rebranded re a lot of the, the Holden dealerships to Cadillac dealerships. Yeah, that was that, that was happening. That was going to happen. That was going to happen. They, had like, they delivered like 90. They crushed them all. Dead set. There was 90 made in right hand drive from factory, like Cadillac stuff delivered basically already, like we delivered, they crushed them. That's a crush them all. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like 80 or yeah, was, I think it was 80 or 90 of them that, that, that actually, if you, if you Google it, you can like find out there's an article that will crush. Hmm. These were brand new cars. TTS, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Otherwise, back to drive too, you know? Yeah. yeah. And they decided to cancel off with them. Yeah. Alan, what else is on your list? Uh, I had the Mazda 6 MPS. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a great performance car in the, you know, late 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what? They were 190 kilowatts, or were they? Yeah, yeah. Some of them went even higher, but they were very, very tunable engines. Mm-hmm. And the unlike the Mazda three, the Mazda six had an all-wheel drive system as well. Correct. So just an incredibly capable car. Um, yeah. you know, good transmission. They like the Mazda six already looked good. The MPS just looked a little bit better. better. Yeah. And just yeah, great cars. It's just they weren't that popular. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't yeah. find any figures for Australia, but I think they only sold 800 in the UK. Well, yeah. that's nothing. Because they've got a real good um, uh, rap in Europe for the Mazda Six over in Europe. Um, they were a very reliable car, well priced and and what and yeah, reliable. Mm. But in Australia, I, I think the Mazda dealers were just a bit, I think, arrogant at the time, mm-hmm. and like you know, take it or leave it. This is the price. Yeah. Um, whereas you'd go into another dealership, um, you'd always get a, a better price for a similar type of car. Mm. Um, and Mazda were just fixated on, you know, where, where the best, you know, go go elsewhere. And I think they, for some reason, they might have rested on, you know, the great cars that they built in the 90s yeah. um, with Mazdas and, and even Honda, you know, with the great cars that they built. Um, they went sort of, I don't know, they flattened out. Yeah, they did. I think they're still kind of like that, Mazda dealerships. Mm. Yeah, they are, yeah. They price their cars very high for what what you get inside it, too, technology-wise, and they don't budge. No. That's it. So yeah, you I'm, walk out disappointed, which I did I, many times. Yeah, I'm a little bit off Mazda over the last few years, to be honest with you. Like, I, I have no... Like, I used to be a real staunch Mazda, Mazda fan, but I just I don't find them interesting anymore. Yeah, like, they had, they had a good product. Um, they had a good product. They had a good product, and then they're just like, well... It's in demand. Let's just keep charging what we want, and then not really innovate all that much. Like, you, there's what? How many was a nine Mazda three? Yeah, specs? It was some ridiculous like that. Like that's just that's, that's insanity. Yeah, yeah. insane. Like, that it was one point I thought they're going to turn it all around. Of actually being competitive against the Corollas, the Hondas. They had all the features thrown in their cars, and they're priced real well for a little while. And then that was it. That was in the early early uh, early 2010s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, all that fell through. Like, then they became premium. Yeah, well, that, that's that's what that's exactly what happened to them because like the BL Mazda three was in a lot of months outsold the Mazda three, mm. which was mm. sorry, uh, sorry, out, outsold the um the Toyota Corolla, which never happened. Yeah, it outsold the Corolla because it was a bit, one of was a better car. Was price point, sales push, they were actually out there pushing their product. Absolutely, and they were selling tons of the things. Oh. Then they decided for the next one. We're going to be a premium brand, and then look what happened to them. So, and then bring on the CX3s and CX5s oh. and CX7s, all of them, CX8. all the CX, CX8, 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 yeah, CX30, um, uh, <laughs> MX30. Oh, jeez, crazy. They, they, they were a premium brand, but I don't know, like. Like I hopped in, and like a friend of mine, a good friend of the show, Adam bought a bought a new a brand new CX five top of the range turbo, you know, two point five turbo. I mean, it's a nice car. It it, it drives, you know, it drive, it goes hard and stuff. But um, like the seats were unbearably uncomfortable, and like it was like the basic things they just they just didn't get right. And I thought 
and they still sell tons of them because oh, people buy Mazda because it's a Mazda, but to drive, I don't think it was, you know, it, it wasn't, it's not a comfortable place to be. And I felt, I felt like the edges of the seats were like digging into, into my, into my thighs. And I'm like, I've never felt that in a car before. And I'm not like, you know, a relatively big guy. And then I was always, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, is this not comfortable for you? He's, he's like, he's like, oh, it's like, I'm, I'm used to it. So I don't know. It's just for me, one of those, one of those, one of those things. And I butchered the BT50. Oh, <laughs> that was butchered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's the same car as a Ranger, yeah, but it, you know, our Ranger yeah. outsold them 10 to one sort of thing, you know, like. <laughs> they, they priced themselves out of the market is, is, is what, is what they did. They like, you could get like a base model Mazda three for like 1990 gone to of those days. Now it's like a base model Mazda three. It's like 30 grand plus. I think something. Yeah, ridiculous, so yeah. I think it's like 2799 plus a road. Yeah. But, but having said that though, like a golf R now is 80 grand. Like, like that's, and before, and that's just insanity. Like that's why, like you can't get an i thirty for less than uh, like twenty three ish. So it's the MG that's now the 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 low price. Well, hero for a bit. Well, here's the thing, right? Have, have you seen? Have you guys seen the, the latest sales figures? Like like from 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 mid year. Mm. It's un freaking believable. Like I'll, I'll find it for you. Give me a second. I'll... But you know, again, I mean, what we said this last time, the MGs are like you know you're a you're old. Um, Whatever you know, shit box you could buy, you know, 10, 15 years ago, the mm-hmm. cheapest car, like a Daihatsu or Getz. a or a Getz or mm-hmm. you know the old Altos, Altos, Altos stuff yeah. like that, you know, all gone. Like, like put it this way, right? In micro cars, Keeper Cano sold up to June this year. I think it is 2,556 uh, 2, cars. The next closest to that was the was the Mirage with seven hundred fifty six, Fiat five hundred. 314 now light cars so i'm going to ask you guys which which light car do we think is the biggest seller in in, in australia it's got to be the mg absolutely absolutely it's the mg3 and it's killed everything for example they've sold 9480 cars second place is the, is the suzuki bellino 5028 5, and the oh. mazda 2 which used to be dominating which used to dominate the segment oh, yeah 2700 sales like like oh. it's yeah, even the Mitsubishi Mirages, right? Have a look at the price of a Mitsubishi Mirage now. You laugh. Yeah. It's 20 something thousand dollars. You know, they were 12 grand, drive like 12, 13 grand. That's like I was there talking to my friend. Uh, he was looking at buying like an A35 AMG. Mm-hmm. He went to test drive when that first came out in 2019, and mm-hmm. the car was 69,800 drive away. Yep. Up, oh, what's the best price? Eighty-seven thousand. Yeah, ridiculous. So the same car he bought in twenty nineteen for sixty-nine thousand. Brand new? Was it near you? What? That was brand, brand new, new back then. Yeah. And this is secondhand now. Yeah, this brand new as well. Oh, Eighty-seven. Eighty-two. Okay. And, but even the demo one is more than the brand new one they're asking. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait for it. Yeah, correct. That that, that that's oh, how they work. Yeah. yeah. Well, put it this way. Uh, in medium-sized cars, Camry's over six thousand sales, and the next person to it is the Octavia with seven hundred, and Mazda six six hundred and eighty. Mazda six used to sell very well. Like that, ju- that just tells you wh- how they- how they put themselves out of the market. Well, you tell me, Skoda's up there. Yeah, yeah, it's when a Skoda Octavia is selling more than a Mazda six, you know, you know, Mazda's got issues. Like that, that, that for me is just just. Well, I'm glad people are moving into the Skodas. I like the Skoda Octavia, especially the RS. They're good-looking car. How many Tesla models do they sell? So, so here, here, okay, 
premium medium cars. So I'll give you I'll give you three: BMW 3 Series, Mercedes C Class, and Tesla Model Three. Who do you think sold the most cars? Tesla Model Three. Tesla Model Three has more than doubled its nearest competitor. Over four thousand six hundred sales. Like that, that that's just that's mm. that's that just tells you tells you what, all you need to know. Um, uh, you know about that. I mean, sports cars, Mustang still dominating that. Um, but basically, small SUV. Yeah, MG's ZS again. Like MG's winning. MG's winning that. It's it's just one of those. It's 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 an incredible thing that that. Um, but it just shows you if you price you if you price point your car well and it's well equipped and and you know it it has gives what people need and what they want. You're gonna sell your car, you know. And this is and this is. Just, yeah, it's just, definitely, yeah. definitely that stuff because I looked even like was my friend called up about that AMG. Like a brand new C200 is eighty nine thousand dollars. That's a joke. For a C200, <laughs> I paid sixty three for one brand new twenty fifteen. Yep. yep. It's eighty nine thousand now. Insanity, actual actual insanity. Uh, I don't like. I don't get it. I don't know. But anyway. Mm. We've got Cupra coming into the market. Yeah, we do. So, so Cupra's bringing electric and petrol, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So they got some plug-in hybrids along with full electric. Electrics, yeah. And uh, well, cars look nice, also. Good. They're a good-looking car. Yeah. I, 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 think, I, think <clears> I was going to say they look pretty cool. The emblem, the emblem's pretty cool too. To go it with is that. pretty sick. Yeah. What's going to happen with these electric cars? Like even the Teslas in in ten years, all these cars are going to be written off in a scrap heap, aren't they? Well, at this at this rate, we can't get them, and we don't have the infrastructure, so it's it's going to it's going to hold on. But yeah, I I, I don't really know, man. Like I I honestly don't know what what's happening with 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 the electric cars. Like, but it's growing like crazy. But um, I just don't think we've got the infrastructure to keep up. Yeah, but not only that, iPhone like they're like an iPhone. You throw them away, the battery you can't pull it out easily, and it costs you more to replace the battery than the than the iPhone's worth. And that's what's going to happen with the car. The battery's going to be worth more than the car's worth. You'd be riding your car off. See that that's true to the point for other electric car companies, but Tesla, I guess, with your updates, they give you all the stuff that 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 you need, and they're constantly updating their uh, updating their cars. So it's it's kind it's of familiar. Me, but it might save a little bit on the battery, but the battery's only got a, a certain. The, the life. battery's getting cheaper though. The batteries are getting cheaper, and mm. they're not they're not that hard to like. They, they've said they're not actually they're not that hard to replace. Mm. They do drop out. Like there's only like a handful of bolt, like high tensile bolts to the. Well, place to set a battery at the moment it is but you're, you're talking 10 years time mm. i think it's no, more important to have infrastructure on hand to be able to recycle the batteries effectively mm. because True. once you once you once you get the battery out it's relatively like most of the, the components are relatively renewable yeah it's just um certain parts yeah. need to be refreshed yeah. and the battery can go on it's just if somebody actually you know properly implements that infrastructure yeah. one they'll be billionaires probably by the end of it but that'll that'll be required to actually keep these evs going into the future because some of them guarantee that they'll have at least 70 percent of their range after eight years or something mm. but yeah, depending on how you use your car that you know some cars are going to fail in like you know four years yeah. five years the infrastructure too like like you said um i saw this um thing on facebook the other day where this summer holidays in america and you've got about 40 testers line up the three charge stations so you people <laughs> think <about> their big chairs <laughs> what's the <laughs> they put in 
Yeah, so you go, like, take a container in half and put a liner in it and, <laughs> so and, and, and paint it a black and red test on the side and at the charge station, you can go to a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it goes like, like, like somewhere, who wants to swim in the rubbish tip? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing, right? So infrastructure is not going to keep up with the, the sales of cars. Mm-hmm. At the moment, it's great. If you're an electric uh, owner Tesla at the, right at this very moment, it's great. You can go past the charge station. You'll find maybe one that's free. Yeah. But two more years, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, like, it's not like lining up for. It's not like lining up for petrol. No. You, no. You got to sit there for a while. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's going to become an issue. It, it really will. And now it's about <clears throat> actually putting charge stations on the streets on power poles. Um, in yeah. residential areas where people haven't got garages, but then they yeah. charge five grand to do so. Yeah, yeah, but then, you, but then you technically don't own it. Then still do because it's like it's on it's on government it's on council property. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That links into that YouTube video that I sent on our chat, Maddie, with um, the hydrogen powered race car. Yeah, absolutely. He mentioned there <laughs> that he has an electric car, and um, there was three people lined up in front of him. He didn't want to have to wait for that long. He got a ta- he wanted to get a taxi and just leave and go home. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you yep. need to charge it because the wait time to charge them is still a little bit Crazy. too long. Yeah. Um, they've made to fill up hydrogen a lot faster. They've cut the time in half to fill up to a full tank mm-hmm. um, quicker than to charge at the moment too. So I think um, so there's some better technology around that, I think. I agree. Haven't Audi developed a very efficient uh, hybrid? Um, I think they're using it. At, they used it in Dakar, where it's you do have a generator, a petrol motor, but the motors are so powerful that it's putting out a lot more power compared to what fuel you're using to charge the whole system. Okay, keep going. So it, I think it's a very efficient system, but I'm not sure that the tech, how it technically works. But they've got a very, very efficient system that they're trialing and testing in, in a Dakar rally. And it's it's actually keeping up with the petrol cars. Well, I mean the Dakar's the most grueling rally known to man. Mm-hmm. So if it can work out there, it can work, it can work in yeah. what they're finding is because of the extra weight, it's actually um harsh on the suspension more yeah. so. So they'll actually look at ways of modifying the suspension, but they got the car out in a very relatively short time actually from concept to getting it onto the rally i think it was only like 12 or 24 months Funny hell. Yeah. yeah so it'll be interesting to see what they do next year with that car and whether they actually roll that out audi roll that out into their production cars mm. yeah watch this space i think that's that's, mm. that's a definite case but yeah it's it, it, it's it's funny how, how we've ended up at this point where like yeah we all we all want evs but Again, Australia as, as as a whole, we haven't really kept up. We we haven't we're not we're not taking it seriously. Like we haven't taken the, the demand of it. And I, and I I honestly I honestly thought hydrogen was the answer. And I still think it is the answer. Personally, I think um it, it emits water vapor. Um you know it's it, it's there's zero emission. Yeah, like they they you know it's hydrogen. You get it from the air. You know it's 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 one of those it's it's one of those things that that, that it's a, it's a renewable resource. Um, and I honestly think it is, I still think it's the answer. Like I still personally think it's the answer, but I like that or E85 and converting every car to E to corn juice, um, because it, it wouldn't be too hard to do, but yeah, I, I, I just, I, I still don't think EV 
is going to work in the short in the well in the in the long run, especially if we if we don't have the infrastructure. Oh yeah, there'll be there will be a certain period of let's say five to ten years of absolute pain where oh, it's be there's far more electric cars than there is charging capacity. Yep. And then everyone's like, that's it, I'm getting back in my petrol car. Yeah. <laughs> at which but that's point Australia for you. At which point you're right, it's risk. And that, that also depends on what kind of government we have going forward. Um, because one of them will just be like, all right, get back in your petrol cars, boys. Yeah. Um, and another will say, all right, we're working on it. Let's uh, get our union mates to make some extra charges here and there. But working on it's a different thing than actually doing, doing it. Doing it, yeah. Um, and, 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 and I think that, that I think is the big issue with, with this whole with this whole situation. Mm. But I, you know, like I said, let's see what happens in these next coming years. I'm not saying vote one way or another, but <laughs> one government has made it very clear that they're all about, you know, certain old school fossil fuel energies. Uh, let's see what the current mob does. Mm. Um, they may they they talk a big game about you know being pro electric, but until we see you know some government projects providing you know better charging facilities, that sort of stuff, and all you know even more on the side of battery recycling, end of life stuff mm-hmm. for these cars, um, it's not going to be a fully viable solution for this country at least. Well, I mean, when I was at uni, we did a lot of stuff on on cradle to cradles, not cradle to grave. So like how that could renew the resource at the end. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's a really important point because everyone like like so especially like the company apple like they're just all about making money and don't really care like you know they're all about um planned obsolescence and, and i'm a strong believer that that, that is sh- one of the worst things that we can do planned obsolescence well, the worst part is the market rewards it because they are a two trillion dollar company at this point yeah yeah and i think that it's just not sustainable no definitely it, not. it's not it, it is not sustainable um so It'll be interesting to see what this government does in, in the next four years, but it'll probably just be a lot of, oh, this government didn't do this, so we can't do it now. And it's just going to be a lot of finger pointing like it always is. But I just want to see something done, and I want to see, I want to see some shot, shots called. I saw, I saw this happening 25 years ago when I built my house, and that's why I got free face power put into my house. Yeah. yeah so I said, I, I need to look at the future, you know, and, you know, with all, you know, electric cars, um, free face um, air conditioning and all sorts of things. So... I said, bring in the biggest power source I can bring into my house at the time. And yeah. I'm probably lucky, probably one of maybe only two people in the street who got free face power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone else has to put up with their 10 or 15 amp socket at the most. <laughs> yeah. well, I've got you know, 20 amp sockets in my house. So, Rob, you just remind me of um, Clark Griswold, you know, like from, from, uh, from, from, from National Lampoon's like... Just, yeah. just everything big. Everything was done. Yeah, that's it. Everything's big. <laughs> no, I've got the thruster out there, ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I saw a car that reminded me of you the other day. It's it's parked it's parked in my in my school street. It was a it was a Jeep Commander, and I'm like I'm like oh, I'm like Rob had one of those. Did, it was it was, it was it was uh, jacked up with uh with the, with a snorkel and stuff. And I'm like oh yeah yeah you had one of those and silver and. They weren't a bad car, actually. They were a pretty good car. They were, um, I suppose, probably sort of shot, sold more than they what they um, could have. I suppose they should have sold yeah. more. Yeah. Um, you know, they're based on the ML platform to some extent. Yeah. But for all the Jeep um, quadra drive and everything else in it, all the four wheel drive um, setup in it. Yeah, it would have been a lot better than the ML stuff. Yeah, had the, the Mercedes V6 in it at the time, diesel, yeah. diesel V6. Yep. Um, so it had, I think, back then, 170-odd kilowatts. Hey, it would have uh, went all right. Yeah, it went well. Great car, take you anywhere. Yep. Yeah. And 
back then I thought, mate, they're expensive. I seventy three thousand dollars for a car in two thousand seven is was a lot of money. Mm. Uh, these days it's not, but <laughs> yeah. you know, you, you try buying a Jeep now. There, I think they start at a hundred. Yeah, okay, they yeah. they do seven seat with a Grand Trooper, L or whatever. It starts at eighty nine thousand or something. Wow. So it's yeah, big big price difference now. Quick, guys, we've got to get to the car quiz, but all righty, all right. Well, get, get around on, the other side. Get over to the other side, Alan. So I don't cheat. So you don't cheat. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my uh, uh notepad, not get my notepad ready to go. All right, gentlemen, it is the car talk car quiz. Um, you know the rules: ten questions plus some bonus questions. Yell out with your name, and you will um uh, and you will get first preference on the answer. Um. Question one, the Toyota Orion, which we mentioned earlier in the show, was released in what year? Alum. Alum. 2006. 2006 is correct, Alum. Well done. That That's a oh, lucky wow. guess. No. That well, is a lucky guess, It Alan. is not a lucky guess. It is a semi-lucky guess. <laughs> you give him the answers. No, it's just, I, because Jake had the Avalon. Ah, uh, yeah, and, true. And uh, basically when he uh, unfortunately lost the Avalon, he was going to replace it with either another Avalon or upgrade to an Orion, and that's when we started uh, looking for him. Yeah, okay. Did he did he upgrade to an Avalon or an Orion? Um, no, he ended up going. The all the Avalons he found were looked after terribly. Yeah, because obviously it had been a number of years. The Orions are slightly out of price range, so he went with a Commodore. Okay, you still got that Commodore? Yes, he does. There we go. Oh, so, bonus question: What does the word Orion actually mean? I'll take a step into that. I know go- Star, Rob, Rob Star is incorrect, my friend. Uh, Scotty and Alum. Um. Some kind of skylight. Incorrect. Scott. Has it got something to do with space at all? No. <laughs> it, it, does, it doesn't. Okay. No clue. No clue. My mind's stuck on outer space. I'll tell you what, Scotty, I'll give you the point if you can tell me what what the word where the word originates from. Where it originates from. Yeah, I'll give you point five actually. I'll give you point five you can get if you can guess where it originates from. What does originate from outer space? <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. It's Greek. It's the Greek word for tomorrow. Oh. Orion is for tomorrow. Okay. Bonus, bonus question. How many generations of the Orion were produced? Alum. Alum. Two. Two is absolutely correct. Alum, well done. Score check, Alum. Two to you and Robin and, and Robin Harley and Scotty get the score. Question two. In which model did BMW's first V10 come out in? Harley. Harley. The E60? E60 M5 is absolutely correct. Well done. Bonus question. What what engine used this as its base for a different engine? You said what engine used this as a base for a different engine. Yes. So what engine used this engine as its base for another engine? It's another BMW engine. Just, just putting it out there. Crickets, crickets, absolute crickets. You guys, nothing. What other uh, BMW had miserable uh, rod bearing issues? Alan, was it M6? M6 used the, the the same V10, but it's but it, it didn't. It's not the not the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> Scott, Scott, is it the the V8? If you give me which V8 it was, or if you tell me the car was used in, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah, in the in the M3. In the M3, the S65 M3. That is uh, the, the SES65 um, E90 and 92 uh, M3. Well done. 
Question three, the Ford RS200 Group B rally car, you had an engine size in capacity of what in liters? Rob. Rob. Was it two liter? Incorrect. Alan. Alan. 1.8. 1.8 is absolutely correct, Alan. Well done. Good job. Question four, how many countries built the original Beetle? Where Whoever will get it closest to, I'll give the chocolates to. Rob. Rob. Six. Six, says Rob. Alan. Alan. Four says Alum and Scotty. I'll say eight. Scotty says eight and gets chocolates. 16 countries made the original. Oh, wow. Oh, I know Brazil still kept on making them until recently. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And they used to build them in the 70s, up to 70s in Australia. Mm-hmm. In Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Um, you, you've got South Africa, uh, Germany. You know, and then you've got maybe a few other, you know, Middle Eastern countries out, India maybe somewhere. Yeah, around European countries and stuff built them. That they I'll, I'll tell you at the end of the at the end of the show who, how, uh, all the all the different names and places. Question five: Which was the first Holden Commodore to come out with factory IRS as an option? Alan. Can you say that Alan. again? Oh. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Alan got in there. Uh, go, Alan. The VZ. Incorrect. Ah. The question was: Which which the first Commodore to to come out with from the factory? With an optional independent rear suspension, IRS. Rob. Scott just got in there. Was it the VL? Incorrect. The VL had uh, the director, which was like three of them were done, or two or three of them were done, but it wasn't from the factory. Rob? Uh, okay. I thought it was the VH. But... No, it was the VP. <laughs> the VP was the first one you could go. Hey, all right. IRS. Moving into that shape. Question six. If my car runs an FA24, what would I be found in? Alum. Alum. A Honda. Incorrect. What? What? No. No, sorry. The super, no, super. But, uh, you, you've got the answer wrong. <laughs> Rob. Oh, you gave away the answer. Rob, I see Rob. Subaru. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> it was my dyslexia, I swear. So, Rob, what is your answer? It was my dyslexia. Subaru, Subaru is correct. It was my dyslexia. <laughs> Oh, dude! I, I, <laughs> Damn it! I'm disappointed, Alan. Like, it was I'm, my dyslexia. I'm, I'm not gonna. I was lie. just thinking K24. I'll, I'll give you the Fredo Frog if I win. Yeah. <laughs> Score check. Uh, Alan three, Robin Scotty on two apiece. It's guess what, guys? It's anybody's anyone's game. Anyone's game. Yeah. Question nine: The Ferrari 360 had a high performance model called the what? Scott. Scott. For that, this ooh, Stradale? Yeah, I'll give it's point five. What's the first part of it? Uh, oh, F one. Point five, Scotty. I'll give you up. Holly. F one Stradale. The MC. Incorrect. It was the Challenge Stradale. The, the three sixty oh, Challenge. Right. Yeah. MC is the Maserati. Hmm. Maserati, correct. So I'll give you point five, yep. Scotty, for that. Question okay. ten. Peter Brock's Ford Sierras he raced back in the eighties. And actually, early '90s, I believe, all had one thing missing, which all Sierras, which all other Sierras had. What was it? Scott. Oh. Al, um, got in there. ABS brakes. Incorrect. Scott. Uh, it was only rear-wheel drive. Incorrect. So, his Sierras were the only ones that were missing this thing. I was no. I only say something stupid like seats, steering <laughs> <laughs> wheel, <laughs> a small turbo. He's got a massive turbo. 
No, um, he, he drove. He drove with his. He drove telepathically with his mind. He didn't need a steering wheel. Yeah. Um, it didn't have the other Sierras. A, a spoiler, red wing. Nah, incorrect. It had didn't have four badges. Didn't Ford have badges. his polarizer in it. Didn't have his polarizer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it, it, he he took all the Ford badges off because remember he was still he was I think he was still trying to get back with Holden. Ah, you're right. And then driving a Ford, so he, so he took all so he took all the Ford badges off because he's like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not using, I'm not having a Ford badge. But all the other, all the other Sierras on the grid had them except for his. Um, so he had, he had where it says Sierra, he had Brock, he wrote Brock there. So um, also where it said Ford, he wrote Brock. Um, score check: Rob and Harley on two, Scotty on two point five, and tonight's winner on three is Mr. Alan Beef. Singer. Wait, actually you won? Yes. You are, yes. Oh, thank Jesus and, and God. Well done. And well done. He somehow wins without even, and he's, he's, our, he's our local Subaru fanboy, and he still lost. And I, I had, I was that, just, that I was question. thinking of a Honda, um, uh, it's a uh, Honda Accord Euro with the K24, K24 yeah. because you're talking about a cause before, and it was all in my mind. It was my dyslexia. Oh, excuses, excuses. You still, dis- still won, all right? It yeah. doesn't matter. Could have won with better you points. You don't need excuses. You still won. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I could always do better. Could always do better. <laughs> uh, that, that, is, that is true. Now, the original Beetle, I'll, I'll, before we go, original Beetle was built in. I'll tell you how many. I'll, I'll tell you the names of the countries. It was built in, obviously, in Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg Germany, but it was also built in other places in Germany. Uh, it was yeah. built in Australia. It was built in Belgium. It was built in Bosnia. It was built in Brazil. Built in Finland. Built in Indonesia. In Ireland. In Ireland, it was built in Malaysia. It was built in Mexico. Built in New Zealand. Built in Nigeria. Built in the Philippines, South Africa, Thailand, and Venezuela. So there you go to all our listeners. There's your tidbit for tonight. You can you can you can have that that bit to to, to go home with. But uh, yeah, interesting car, interesting history. Gentlemen, I think that's a podcast. I think so too. Leave it on a win. Leave, oh, I'll leave it on a win. Okay. Uh, do you want to give um our old mate uh, a plug? Uh, yeah. So if you're looking for information in the electric space, Rizzy Ross is the man to go to. So visit him at carloop.com.au. Um, if he's available, he's a busy man these he's days. Busy man. Um, he can also help you out and uh, what people are paying for brand new cars as well. So yeah, hit him up. Absolutely. Uh, Scotty Snitch, is anything to snitch on? No, no snitching. No snitching. And Robin Harley, fire, Robin Harley's uh, well, Rob's really firefighting, electrical, mechanical, sandblasting, sandblasting, blasting. You name it, we can do it. Yep, hit, hit up our hit up our boy, uh, the boy Harley there. Uh, like and share our Facebook pages, Car Talk TORQA with Benny J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't get to subscribe, rate, and review to us there. Check out our merch on our Teespring store, go to teespring.com and type in Car Talk store, as well as become a patron to our patron go to patreon.com forward slash cartel podcast and support the show there ed and david's podcast auto auto retro sorry i've just had a complimental blank always good listening give them and give them a show there and so all other aussie aussie podcasts give them a listen to because uh they we need to get the, the 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 recognition that goes into all these time and efforts gentlemen honor as always i'll see you guys next time take it easy catch you later Bye. Yeah.